et bienvenue Oh my god A bad movie Sunday. Je m'appelle Ashley. Je m'appelle Amy. Oh. <laughs> I uh, Keep going. I want to see how long you can keep this up for. Oh girl, that's about as much as Duolingo. <laughs> Are you doing French on Duolingo too? Yeah. You know, I saw you lost your streak. I Oh, that was so sad. Duolingo's got these, like, achievements now where uh, if you have, like, a certain number of days for, during a streak, you get, like, a, an achievement. And I remember you had, like, two or three hundred days. Two hundred and, like, sixty-something, and I then was, I forgot. But, girl, you still didn't get that top achievement. I don't know how. <laughs> I can't even keep, like, a five-day streak. I'm never going to get that. The, the top achievement is, like, 365 days, a whole last year. Oh, I think I'm, I I work my way back to, to, like, day 40 or something. I don't Damn. know. Better than I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. keep seeing your stats, and you have, like, Wednesday, you did, like, one lesson. And then Thursday, it's, like, ten lessons. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I'm so sporadic. <laughs> So uh, if you can't tell, <laughs> it's about French. <laughs> We're going to teach you a little it's French. About French. <laughs> <laughs> we got taught a little French. <laughs> I, I guess you could say that because we had to in school. This is true. <laughs> did, uh, did your French from school help you in understanding any of the French in this movie? No. Okay. Sorry. Except we. <laughs> that's like the, that's like the oh. only thing they said in French. That is the only thing you need to know, my guy. <laughs> you know what? It did teach us how to say probably the most important uh, phrase in the French language, which is a mouth like ten fingers and ten <laughs> fingers like a mouth. <laughs> I can't wait to use that in my real life. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to her later. Oh, we will if you're wondering about that. The only phrase I remember from school French is like, tell me if you remember that. Écoute bien. Écris sur le page. I have no idea what you just said. Was that, did you have, in uh, middle school, did you have the teacher, the old lady teacher whose nipples were always out, um, and you had to, had to watch those uh, French videos? I had her once as a substitute, and she just taught us Roman numerals in English. Oh. <laughs> I never had her. Uh, I only had, uh, I think we talked about him before, Mr. Z, Mr. Oh, Zed, Mr. Z. Um, who, who only taught us how to say things, like, related to the war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we know how to say, like, take cover. <laughs> <laughs> I was a soldier in World War II. <laughs> Very useful stuff. I know, I think, I feel like we've talked about this before, but he made us, like, all of the uh, assignments in that class were like, pretend you were, you were a soldier in the war of your choice, and like, <laughs> do a whole presentation in French on what it felt like to lose your whole family. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Wait, we legitimately had to make it sad, though. <laughs> like, we were like, yeah, 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 yeah. I lost my two brothers in that. <laughs> <laughs> When I came home, everyone was dead. Like, <laughs> your dad was like, oh, A plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, those were the days. <laughs> those were the days. So if you're not Canadian and you don't 
oh, Canadian or just French, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> from the actual uh, country of France, <laughs> and you don't know any French, maybe you'll learn something today, just like we did. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, if you watch this movie, then you'll learn definitely how to say uh, ten fingers like a mouth and a mouth like ten fingers, <laughs> which I think is... Saying. I think that's more useful than anything we've learned at school, though. <laughs> I would tend to agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you've read the title, you know that today's episode is a a movie called Slap Her. She's French. <laughs> I Which, love uh, this title. <laughs> I know we gotta... The title is the reason that we chose this movie in the first place, because it yeah. was just so intriguing. We gotta give credit where credit's due. Um, the title makes the movie. Would not be the same movie without the title, you know? I agree. And you well, know, I read a, like a fun fact or something about this movie that they changed the name. Uh, yeah. To like something that didn't include French in it. They changed it to She Gets What She Wants for, for some releases. But I, that doesn't have the same effect. That's like a, a good 2000s movie title, which this is, but doesn't have the same effect as Slap Hershey's French. No, and I don't think we would have watched it at all if it didn't have such a, a, a compelling title. Yeah. So this is like the toasting season, right? So we got to toast that. Toast that title. Ooh, toast the hell out of that title. It's hell the whole yeah. here. <laughs> so if you have not heard of uh, Mal... <laughs> Wait, that's Spanish. Malfilm Dimanche. Dimanche. Ooh, yes, girl. Come in with that French. Uh, Have you ever heard of uh, Bad Movie Sunday? We're a podcast that uh, talks about movies and bad movies specifically, and we watch them so you don't have to. Um, yeah. Oh, you may want to watch this one. <laughs> it's just because of the title, kind of intriguing. So it was, like, pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'll save my whole review for the end, but it was pretty good. Yeah. I thought. <laughs> and if you haven't heard of uh, Slap Hershey's French, I have a little IMDb summary for you. A French foreign exchange student comes to a small Texas high school, befriends a classmate, and practically takes over her life. I thought it was going to be a whole ass other movie after I read that. What did you think it was going to be? I thought she was going to like, like in this one, we'll get into it. She kind of like steals her boyfriend and like takes over her spot on the cheerleading team. I thought she was like legit going to steal her identity and start doing like bad stuff like with her, with the identity she stole. You had far too high expectations. (laughs) But that's not what it is at all. It's like some... 2000s um, movie. It's kind of like got it's got like Mean Girls vibes, Bring It On oh, vibes, yeah. not another teen movie vibes. <laughs> you know, it's kind of got like every 90s or early 2000s kind of teen <laughs> movie has basically the same plot as this, as like a, a rich snobby girl uh, is mean to everyone. And then there's also this guy that's a, a nerd who she's mean to. And then throughout the movie, she learns to be nice and gets together with the nerd because he wasn't a nerd all along. He was just a person. 
Mm-hmm. I think I've seen about 12 movies with the same plot. But instead of, like, the mean cheerleader that's her rival, uh, she kind of is the mean cheerleader, and her rival is a French girl. Yeah, those French. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, like, has something against French people. Even I the title, it- like, Slap Her, She's French, implies you should slap her. <laughs> Because she's French. Yeah, it has, uh, you know, things against uh, Americans in general, too. Um, don't worry, because if you're French, you'll also be offended if you're American. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Before we actually get into uh, breaking down the movie, we have, of course, as always, a little drink for you guys. And uh, we have some points to go along with that drink. Today's drink is the French Connection, and it's a mm. super easy drink to make. All you need is 40 milliliters of cognac, 40 milliliters of amaretto, and you uh, pour it into a snifter glass or an old-fashioned glass uh, with ice, and you stir gently. That old-fashioned glass, very mm-hmm. important to the recipe. <laughs> yes, and, and you got to stir it gently. You can't nope. stir it all in a ruckus, you gotta be <laughs> no, no, no. That's how it goes. That sounds quite nice. And to go mm. along with that, we have a little bit of a drinking game. You can drink along either to our podcast, we'll try the yellow drink uh, whenever these, th- these things happen. Some of them are more, like, visual, though, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, otherwise, you can drink along to the movie if you plan on watching it. Amy, what's your first point? My first point is... It happens a lot. I think it happens the most out of all of my points. And it's whenever an American says something unimpressive in French. Ah, okay. Nice. <laughs> what do you true. have? Um, similarly with the language thing, whenever Genevieve, who's the French exchange student, says something accidentally sexual in English, oh. or <laughs> Starla, the main character says something unintentionally sexual in French. That's a good one. I have every time, and this goes back to that amazing title, every time someone gets slapped. Oh, oh, that, oh that's good. Mm-hmm. I have whenever the brother is seen reading a book. Ooh. I have whenever the dad is seen taking a video. Ah, that's good. That's it for me. Oh, I have a, I have a couple more. I think I have okay. three more. Um, I have every time Starla's boyfriend, Starla is the main American girl. Every time her boyfriend is eating something. Yeah. Uh, every time someone goes in for that European double cheek kiss. Very nice. And every time. Oh no, that's it. My last one was the every time Genevieve says something dirty, but you already covered that. <laughs> Those are good. We have a lot. Don't we I do. wouldn't recommend trying all of those for the for the Maybe drinking pick game. A, pick a couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pick your favorites. So now we're gonna go in, break her down, scene by scene. Uh, starting now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it. So to let you know exactly what what this movie is, that there's French people in it, starts off with some beautiful French music. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice the French music. <laughs> Ooh, also, sorry, quick, like, additional point to the drinking game, because a, a lot of the time French music comes on when 
Genevieve, the French exchange student, is on screen. So take a take a little a little drink every time Genevieve's on screen and they play French music to be like she's French. <laughs> that's good. Also, maybe every time she wears a beret, but that's just every that? time she's on screen. Also, so you don't have to do that one. <laughs> so this movie takes place in Texas. Yeehaw! Where, yeehaw! <laughs> where uh, our main girl's name is Starla, and she wants to be like what she says a TV star, which is like a news girl. Yeah, I guess. She, wa- she wants to be on Good Morning America. Is her dream job. And she's kind of she's like a super rich white girl, kind of snobby. She does like beauty pageants. The yeah. first time we see her, she's like going to a beauty pageant. And that's when the mom asks Starla if she wants to take in an exchange student. And Starla's like, hell nah. <laughs> and this is like the first time we get the, I was going to say the main family in this, but kind of just <laughs> everyone in Texas in this was <laughs> super, like, racist and xenophobic. <laughs> Except for the little brother, who's the best character in the movie. Yeah, the most normal. Yeah. So, yeah, as Amy said, uh, Starla's competing in a beauty pageant. And Starla ends up winning the beauty pageant because she decides to host the foreign exchange student. People well, really first, we got to go over the, the rest of the pageant, like the beginning of the pageant. Oh, where um, we'll, we'll just talk about it real quick. But they did like a, a beef dance. They did like a beef song and dance. Like a song about beef. If you're confused on that front. Like, so are we. <laughs> They're like, oh, welcome to the 20th annual Beef Awards <laughs> or something. And they deadass come out in, like, cheerleader outfits, except um, they're, like, cow printed. And they do this song and dance about beef. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, the mom is in, like, the audience, right? And the dad's, like, filming and everything. And <laughs> the mom who's, like, super supportive to her daughter or whatever. She's like, oh, look at the way Starla's such a star. Look at the way her, her, she does her eyebrows in the finishing move or whatever. And it cuts to Starla. <laughs> she doesn't do anything with her eyebrows. <laughs> like, she just then, has this kind of, like, scary expression on the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And then they never, like, mention that part of the pageant again. Everyone nope. just goes backstage and, like, gets ready for the actual pageant part. Um, oh, and speaking of that, you know, xenophobic stuff you mentioned, uh-huh. there's apparently some talent portion, uh, not including the beef sequence in this pageant. And this, uh, this Asian girl is, like, playing violin or something. I don't remember. She's playing some instrument. And then the mom, like, leans over to the brother and she's like, <laughs> I don't like this Japanese music. And the brother's like, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? This is Mozart, bitch. And the mom's like, no, smarty. Mozart played the piano. (laughs) That was so good. (laughs) The quality. (laughs) Wow. You know, this movie, we'll we'll get into it later. It's kind of funny. But uh, we go backstage now. Starla's talking to her boyfriend. And she's getting ready with these two girls. And I thought they were like, they hated each other, but it turns out those two girls are, like, her best friends. Yeah, the way that they introduced them seemed like they were going to be, like, the rivals or whatever. 
But then later on in the movie, she's introducing them. She's like, this is Ashley, my best friend. And we're like, okay. Um, but yeah, because the way they introduced them was like the boyfriend's like, oh my God, like what? Are you prepared for the interview portion of the talent or of the pageant? Sarah was like, yeah, my secret is whatever she asks, I'm going to talk about God. And then Ashley, uh, one of the friends, <laughs> is like, oh, I'm going to steal that. And Ashley gets interviewed first and she like dead ass steals that. They're like, um, how can you be like a good, successful woman, but also do cl- cooking and cleaning? And she's like, through the power of God. <laughs> the audience like goes crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that did that kind of worked for literally any question. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they interview Starla, and she gets like this hard ass question. I don't remember. And Starla's like, "Oh, it was like a question where the where God would have been perfect. It was like describe your whole lifestyle in one word." Anyway, she says like community or some shit, and then she uh, announces to everyone that they're. Uh, going to host that foreign exchange student, and she wins the pageant. <laughs> so the foreign exchange student arrives. Uh, her name is Genevieve, but she pronounces it Genevieve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, half the time people call her Genevieve, and then half the time they were just like, hey, Genevieve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and in order to let you know that she's French, of course, they play French music every time she's on screen. Also, she's wearing a barrette in every scene. <laughs> also, she has this French accent, and I don't know enough about French accents to determine whether it's a good one or not. I, okay, when she first came on, because, like, I recognized her from another show that I watched where she was very much not French. <laughs> like, she's she's American, right? She's deadass from Texas in real life, I think. Is she? I think so. Wait, let me look it up for a second. In any case, she, like, speaks perfect English in, in real life. So when I first watched that scene, it's, like, obviously a French accent. And I was like... <laughs> It's kind of weird that they couldn't get, like, a French actress to play her, but they do explain it later on in the movie. So I'm like, never mind. I take that back. Uh, Yeah, I get it. Uh, So Piper Parabo, who played the French girl, she's from Dallas, Texas. Goddamn! Okay. Mm -hmm. She's, like, actual Texan, which we'll get to later. Mm, Comes back full circle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... Now that Genevieve is, has come over from France, uh, Starla, our main girl, is teaching Genevieve like about her life. She's like, oh, this is what I want to do in, in the future. This is my family and everything. And Genevieve idolizes her. She's like, Genevieve is like, kind of comes across as like super shy, super awkward. And Starla is like super popular. She's the head cheerleader and everything. Yeah. And like, I'm... Not sure why, though, because the first time that uh, Starla and the family takes her home, they're having this, like, big welcome party. And the only thing that she sees of Starla's life are the two friends who Starla introduces her to. And then as soon as they leave, she's like, oh, also they're uh, bitches or something like that. (laughs) And then uh, Starla's boyfriend, who's, like, eating ribs (laughs) while making out with Starla. And I'm like, "Mm, which part of this do you uh, want to have? <laughs> but also she does live in like this huge ass 
mansion, so I I kind of get it. And she has a lot of friends. Mm. But also, hmm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, during the this scene and the next couple scenes, we get introduced to two of the main boys uh, of this movie. There's Kyle, who's Starla's <laughs> rib-eating boyfriend. <laughs> oh, he was eating ribs to so take a drink. He's, like, oh, eating yeah. in every scene. He's, like, um, Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, and there's also Ed, who's the school, like, photographer for the school newspaper or whatever. Kind of um, nerdy. Yeah, yeah kind of nerdy, a little awkward. Also, we, we just got to talk about one scene with him <laughs> for a second. Okay, like, I'm ready. <laughs> he runs into the two main girls. He, like, takes pictures of them for the paper or whatever. He wants to write an article about Genevieve and Starla for, like, the school paper or something. But he's focusing more on Genevieve, so Starla is getting a little jealous. But when he's, like, developing the pictures that he took <laughs> <laughs> in the dark room... <laughs> It's just kind of weird because he like he, he like <laughs> the the picture is all like printed out. He puts it in the the first chemical tray. Um, he's holding the tongs in one hand, <laughs> like that you're supposed to use to put the paper into the chemicals and like take it out because you're not supposed to touch the chemicals. He's holding those in one hand, but then he like like submerges his hand in the chemicals. <laughs> like even though he's holding the tongs. He's like, oh my god. Use my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's not a nerd. Maybe he's a dork. Because nerd kind of connotates smartness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> what happens to your hand if you, like, fully dunk it into the stuff? Uh, I don't know, because I always use the tongs. <laughs> Is it going to, like, burn your skin off or something? I don't think it's that powerful a chemical. But, like, the first thing they tell you in, like, any photography class is don't touch the chemicals. Use the tongs. <laughs> I mean, that checks out. They are chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so later, there's this football game, right? Because Starla's boyfriend is, like, the head football dude. <laughs> <laughs> and can we... Okay. <laughs> this scene kind of has nothing to do with anything, but because Starla is the head cheerleader, she's like doing her cheerleading dance while the football game is going on or whatever. And the boyfriend wins the whole football match through like, <laughs> mm -hmm. the power of how sexy Starla looks and outfit <laughs> or something. So she's doing she's doing her whole dance, cheerleading dance, and then she looks over at him. And he looks over at her, and he's like the quarterback, and uh, he he sees how sexy she is, and he just like runs across the field as fast as he can, and uh, he makes it. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. <laughs> just a quality scene right there. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm it was very good. Oh, but we can't forget the scene right before that where she had like cheerleading practice. And the boyfriend's watching from the sidelines, and Genevieve is there, too. And Genevieve's, like, watching Starla, like, wow, she can really spread her legs, huh? Or something like that. <laughs> the boyfriend's like, what? And then Genevieve's like, to kick, I mean, like, she can kick her legs really high. <laughs> like, every other line that comes out of Genevieve's mouth is something like that. <laughs> and then, like, before, when the boyfriend was eating ribs... 
um, Genevieve was like, wow, I've never seen a man with such big meat before. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So also, Starla is like failing French class. Uh, she's not, not doing so well here. The whole reason the mom wanted to bring in a French exchange student was so that Starla wouldn't fail French. But like, why couldn't y'all rich ass people hire a tutor though? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> anyway. In any case, she's still failing French. And her French teacher, who's a little bit of a creep, Mm-hmm. informs her that if she fails French class, she won't be able to do any sort of extracurriculars anymore, which includes cheerleading. So she needs to, like, ace the next test. So Genevieve, being French, offers to help her. <laughs> but she doesn't, like, study with her. She, like, offers to record her just reading the French textbook. Which, like, Darla <laughs> could do that. <laughs> yeah, she could read the French textbook. Was it helping, like, with pronunciation? Because she doesn't even seem to have a too big problem with pronunciation. It's like, what to say, right? Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be, like, an oral exam, so, like, it's like a conversation. So, like, Genevieve could be like, oh, I'll just, like, talk to you in French or but nah, she's just like, oh, I'm just going to record myself reading your textbook in French. <laughs> what a, it's like the worst way to learn. Hey, you know what's a good way to learn? Duolingo. Hey, <laughs> oh, okay, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Get that streak up, Starla. Not sponsored by Duolingo. <laughs> no, but I wish it would be so that owl would stop coming to my house and beating me after I miss my streak. It took my family away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good thing we know how to say that, though, thanks to Mr. Zed. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) My whole family died in the war against the Duolingo Owl. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Thank you, Mr. Zed. (laughs) You know, he knew. He knew this day would come. (laughs) He knew. (laughs) He was preparing us early. He was. (laughs) So the next day at school, it kind of shows that Genevieve is getting a little bit more popular more people are noticing her because originally she was like completely invisible. And Star was uh, getting more unpopular, which mm, she does not like at all. Not at all. Especially and, after Ed, uh, the nerdy guy, releases the school newspaper story, but it's all about Genevieve. It's not even mentioning Starla in it at all. So Starla gets super mad and goes to confront him. Oh, also. I- is this before or after the part at the restaurant where Genevieve tells her whole backstory? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember. Let's say that now. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Genevieve has this whole backstory about how she fell in love with this guy named Jean-Marie, but then her dad never liked Jean-Marie. So Jean-Marie had to wait until her dad's funeral to declare his love, and then they were supposed to run away and join the circus, but then he never came to the train station because he flew off his motorcycle into the sand and drowned. Which sounds like she's messing with them, but she was like... Dead-ass crying. Dead, like, serious. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, back back to whatever you were saying. I just had that in my notes, and I thought, mm, this sounds important. It was a, a very uh, pivotal scene, um, and very confusing, because yeah. everyone, like, bought it. <laughs> like, oh, okay, so you just wanted to be a juggler and run away with this guy. Like, I get it, girl. We've all been there. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
So later in Starla's room, all the girls are kind of like sitting around gossiping. Starla's kind of like bad mouthing everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and Genevieve, who has been like recording the French textbook or whatever, <laughs> starts recording what Starla's saying. Then we get the idea that she's up to something suspicious. A little, little sus, girl. And so uh, Starla's memorizing this whole recording that Genevieve gave to her. And then the next day, they have the French test. And uh, the first couple, you know, sentences Ooh. back and forth, the teacher's like, okay, I see you've been improving. And then we get into that whole part where... Genevieve was secretly teaching her nasty stuff in French to say to their pervert teacher. <laughs> and so what uh, Starla was really saying is, uh, I have ten like fingers a like a mouth and a mouth like ten fingers or something. Whatever that means. Okay, also during the scene, because I was watching it like without subtitles, right? Um, And then what I got <laughs> from like the scene where she's practicing uh the French that she's going to be saying on the test... Um, I heard something that was close, but like a little bit, because what she actually said initially when she was practicing was in French, she said, maybe we can find ourselves making love or something. <laughs> and like, that's what she ends up saying to the teacher. But what I heard, the sentence ends with l'amour, with like L apostrophe amour, but I heard le mort, like M-O-R-T. <laughs> like so I thought she was saying, maybe we can find ourselves doing the dead man. <laughs> <laughs> I think is somehow worse. <laughs> I think to, like, so too. Propose uh, necrophilia, but that's yeah, why. <laughs> hey, I've got ten fingers like a mouth, and also let's do the dead man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the pervert teacher though would be into it because the whole time he's been like trying to look down people's shirts and like he's been like kind of gross and nasty. But then when she started coming on to him saying all that weird shit about her fingers and her mouth, he was, like, not into it at all. He shuts her down. He's like, no, thank you, ma'am. I'm going to call the police. No, he didn't call the police. But he was like, "Mm, you're definitely not going to be a cheerleader anymore. So she's not a cheerleader anymore. And this is, like, kind of, there's, like, a couple scenes now where, like, we see Genevieve kind of slowly taking over Starla's life where like she goes hunting with the dad and she bonds with the mom and she bonds with the friends. Uh, And she takes over her spot at cheerleading. Yeah, because now Starla was kicked off the cheerleading team and Genevieve's like, oh, maybe I can take her spot. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. Was that your French accent? That was, you sounded like, uh, have you seen the movie Amelie? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I am Amelie from the movie Amelie. <laughs> Amelie. <laughs> you sound like Amelie. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was not bad. Oh, thanks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I I'm shook. Oh, thanks. Thank <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So there's also this scene where. Uh, Starla finds Genevieve at a bar dancing with her boyfriend and she's like, you nasty French bitch. I'm a cum bitch. <laughs> oh, wait, that accent was good. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Spencer. She has this like fight at, at the bar, but she doesn't even have a fight with Genevieve. It's like her two friends are trying to hold her back from fighting Genevieve, and then they're like, hey, Starla, you've been like a real bitch to Genevieve, and you've like made her your slave and whatnot, and then they start fighting with Starla, and then everyone's like wrestling on the ground, <laughs> and then for some reason, Ed is there at this like cool kid bar, hoedown bar or whatever, and he's like, I gotta take you home, because this is like, I don't know what's going on. So he drives her home, and they have this kind of moment in his car, where they like both lean in super slow. It was like they were leaning in for like 20 whole seconds. <laughs> no. And then finally Starla's like, anyway, I should go inside now. And they just like, don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, can I just say, your Texan accent is like pretty good. Was it as good as your French accent? <laughs> <laughs> I think that if uh, if they ever did a remake of this movie, they got their two main actors right here. Oh, wow. I right? love that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so now Ed and Starla are like kind of working together because they go, they both got sort of screwed over by Jen because Jen is taking over Starla's life. And Ed, something about like when he was writing the paper about Genevieve, Genevieve was like coming on to him, but she was being fake about it. I don't know. They kind of skip over. How did he know that she was being fake about it? Yeah. (laughs) You know what I I mean? Because like she never like stopped flirting with him did she i don't think so i i don't know maybe he just saw through he was like that accent something's not right about it i know there's some <laughs> sus about this girl Mm-hmm. oh wait no he doesn't have a texan accent because he's from new york yeah or something <laughs> even though like sometimes he has a bit of a texan accent like it like comes through at some point <laughs> <laughs> and then uh there's also this montage of Starla getting more unpopular and then Genevieve taking over her life some more. Uh, and the montage is to this song where the lyrics are literally French bitch. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. It's like French bitch coming to get you. French bitch. I don't know. It didn't sound like that. It sounded better. But <laughs> oh, when were are you releasing your EP, girl? <laughs> oh, I gonna, I'm going to release an EP, but only using my text and ask. Have you seen Tiger King yet? No, I've been watching clips, though. <laughs> There's this whole uh, uh, controversy because in the in the Tiger King show, he talks about his uh, his two country albums. And then later we find out that he didn't even sing in the country album, which makes sense because the, like the, the singing was like pretty good. <laughs> but also, like, can you do that <laughs> to say, like, this is my album? But then you're not singing or doing anything in the album. You just, like, slap your name on it. <laughs> it's like, you know when uh, writers have uh, ghost writers? And <laughs> yeah. they, but, like, ghost singer. Ghost singer, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. You know the show The Masked Singer? But, yes. like, we make a, another show called The Ghost Singer. And it's someone lip syncing. <gasps> and you have to you have to figure out who the real singer is. Oh my gosh. Wait. Wait a second. This is actually good. Hold up. <laughs> Forget this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Uh, hey, uh, ABC or whatever network is uh, doing that mass Singer show, contact me, please. I, I can beat them all. <laughs> wow. We got some French in here. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Celine Dion is in the house, girl. <laughs> I don't know any real French people, so. <laughs> we know That's like well. Even our, our teacher, Mr. Zed, was Italian. Yeah, he was. 
I think every French teacher I've ever had was Italian. Really? Yeah. That's so weird. weird. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just notice that. Yeah, get ready for my new show to come out, The uh, Ghost Singer. Ghost and singer. also for my new Texan album <gasps> coming to stores soon. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using, uh, releasing my EP where I sing in French, but only about losing people in the war. <laughs> oh, I, girl, I've been waiting for that since uh, grade nine. <laughs> since uh, Wait, we didn't even have him in high school. We had since grade seven. Yeah. Great eight. <laughs> it's uh, dedicated to our boy, Mr. Zed. <laughs> the first track is for him. It's called Thank You, Mr. Zed. But now I have to go die in the war. <laughs> like he wasn't he wasn't even specific about the wars that he taught. He was just like, oh, yeah, choose war. a war of your choice. Uh, it does not <laughs> matter to me. <laughs> I remember I did the uh, Afghanistan war. <laughs> Ooh, a classic. A classic, of course. Do you remember what you did? Uh, I, I did World War Two. Ah, one of the big boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whole world was in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are some uh, really weird lessons that he yeah. gave us. <laughs> but we learned, you know, if we ever, like, get drafted for the war, we know what to say. If we ever get drafted by the French... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> For the next war, we know what to say. Can you do that? Can you fight for another country in the war? Or is it like the Olympics where you can't do that? <laughs> Maybe we have to... <laughs> What's the word? <laughs> where you elope somewhere, but you're not married. Run or away? Like... <laughs> <laughs> where you elope? Like with a person or like a country? To a, to a country. So, like, you don't marry anyone, you just run away to a country. <laughs> That's just running away. What if we just run away to France when we hear rumblings about the new war? Then we get drafted by the French, and then we can uh, put all our sentences to good use. Mmm, interesting. What if we didn't do that, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I think it's pretty good plan <laughs> what if we just like avoided that completely mm, we could we could <laughs> you know we'll, we'll decide in the car we'll decide later yeah we'll decide on on our way to france or not <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so the thing where genevieve is like slowly taking over starla's life so starla now like absolutely resents Genevieve. But then Genevieve, the sneaky minx that she is, uh, <laughs> ooh, comes over and like apologizes to Starla. And she gives her like the tape <laughs> that supposedly holds all of Genevieve's recordings of her saying like the fake French words to teach to Starla, which would like show that Genevieve was the one behind it, not Starla. Except um, Starla like doesn't listen to the tape before no, she You would listen to it and be like, hey, let's make sure this is the right tape. Yeah. Like even if she doesn't know French, she would recognize the stuff that uh Genevieve taught her to say and that she said to a real person, her teacher. <laughs> yeah, because she had it dead memorized. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after the apology, Genevieve's like, oh my god, let me uh, let me make it up to you. I'll make you a smoothie because I know you like smoothies. <laughs> and Starla's like, yeah, okay. So she puts uh, fucking magic mushrooms in her smoothie <laughs> and then Starla goes to school high as fuck. <laughs> She, she, can, she confronts the French teacher, like, hey, you need to stop your class. 
and listen to this tape right now. And the French teacher's like, what you want, fingers, mouth, girl? She's like, listen to this tape. And he's like, this better be something good, though. And it's the tape of uh, Starla talking shit about the whole school. Except it wasn't really that bad, because she's just like, I hate the school. And then everyone in the classroom's like, what did you say? And then Starla gets in, like, a little kerfuffle with some girl. And also, Genevieve planted a knife in Starla's purse. (laughs) Yeah. So she's in jail. (laughs) She's in jail jail now. (laughs) And uh, Genevieve goes to her mom and is like, oh, Starla's just hanging out with Edford tonight, but she'll be at her other competition tomorrow. And the mom's like, yeah, okay. Um... Even though she's in jail. Yeah, I feel like telling the mom she's in jail would be worse for Starla, right? Yeah, but this is where it gets a little bit interesting because the sheriff calls Starla's mom, but Genevieve answers. And then Genevieve is like, oh, one moment, please. And then she, you, you, we think that she's going to go give the phone to the mom. But then she comes out with this, like, good ass i'm assuming because she's actually texan texas accent where she's like yeah it's me starla's mom and i'm like what the fuck is happening here (laughs) foreshadowing that's what oh yes and she says as starla's mom uh can you keep her in jail for a night because uh we want to teach her a lesson and the sheriff's like uh how to do yeah we can do that (laughs) hell yeah uh, but thankfully, the little brother, who we haven't really talked much about, but is uh, arguably the best character in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, bails her out, like, just in time. And also, Ed is there to, like, pick her up to drive to their competition. Because Starla has, like, a news anchor competition or something she has to go to. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> Ed drives her there, but not before learning uh, via email that Genevieve is not the French girl's real name. Also, the little brother printed out the email. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the little brother uh, bailed her out of jail using the money from his piggy bank. How much does it cost to bail someone out of jail? I would assume, like, at least a couple hundred dollars. This guy? Well, I guess they are, like, crazy rich. That's true. That that does make sense. (laughs) And he seems like a sensible kid. Young lad. Like, he would save up. Oh, yeah. So... At the competition, uh, Genevieve, devious as she is, <laughs> is um, filling in for Starla. Um, and she starts by, like, spewing some lies about Starla. She tries to make her look bad again. She's like, Starla's a prostitute. Starla's on drugs. Starla <laughs> is on crack right now. She can't come to this competition because she's in jail because she was on crack. And she was also a prostitute. And everyone's like, oh my god, this French girl must be telling the truth. (laughs) But no, 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 because Starla busts in just in time to give her own speech about Genevieve, who turns out is actually named Clarissa. And And she is not French. She's from this exact town in Texas. And she wanted, she set up this whole scheme to get revenge on Starla because of something Starla did when they were like eight years old. It's like some embarrassing video or something. Yeah, they have, back to this whole beef thing, they have this like country fair or something and there's this ice sculpture of a cow and then she told Clarissa to go and uh, kiss the cow's ass for good luck 
And then uh, Clarissa's tongue got stuck to the cow butt. And that's it. And then she moved and disappeared. <laughs> because and then that. she had to come back and ruin her whole life just for that. Then after that, Genevieve wanted, like, revenge on Starla, so she planned this whole thing. This is, like, a long con. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> but then Starla, like, forgives her on stage. Uh, and the audience is all on Starla's side now. Even though she ultimately ends up losing the competition to a different girl. But she gets together with Ed. Yeah, she breaks up with her rib-eating boyfriend. Mm-hmm. With Ed. Mm-hmm. The movie ends with uh, Genevieve, Clarissa, whatever, making another fake identity as Starla this time. As like a Texan girl going to live with a family in France. The cycle repeats. I wonder what, what a French girl did to her in France. <gasps> that she made her want to get revenge on her. Yeah, you know what? That's true. <laughs> it literally could be anything. Like, the first time with Starla, it was literally because she had to... She didn't even, like, force her to kiss this cow butt. She was like, hey, go kiss the cow butt. And Clarissa's like, okay. <laughs> like, it's not like she put her face to the cow butt and was like, lick it. It's probably, like a barista or something that was like oh coffee for Genevieve and she's like it's Jean Vieves <laughs> it literally isn't though <laughs> it's uh, coffee for Genevieve and she's like it's Clarissa <laughs> um also could I just say that one of the lines in the credits <laughs> was no French people were harmed during the making of this film <laughs> Texans, oh yeah, uh, died, <laughs> massacred, but French people, <laughs> not harmed. <laughs> no, we would never harm a French person. Not in America. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. That's it. Wow, what a movie. <laughs> what did you think of it? I, well, first can we go back, can we go over some some stuff that we didn't get to in our, in our breakdown? Because there's a few points I want to mention. <laughs> okay. So, you know, uh, Starla's two best friends, the ones that <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> are kind of her frenemies. So yeah. there's this whole scene where they're sleeping over at Starla's house. And then the next morning, Starla wakes up and they're sleeping on the floor and they're like spooning. And Starla's like, OK, interesting. And then she leaves and it's never talked about again. They were dating the whole time, right? Yeah, I assume so. It's weird okay. that they didn't touch on it more than that, though. You know what? I kind of like that. Because then I feel like if they talked about it, it would kind of ruin it. But they just, like, left it. And they gave us, like, enough crumbs that it's like, okay, they're definitely gay, those two. True, true, true. And then the whole time in the beginning of the movie, whenever Genevieve would look at, um, at Starla, I was like, wait a second. Is she, like, trying to be her? Or is she trying to be with her? Is she gay or European? (laughs) Hard to tell. Hard to tell. You know that song from Legally Blonde, the musical, where they're like, gay or European? No, but I want to. It's a very good song. Go listen to it. But uh, yeah, I was like, ooh, because I didn't know that those looks were devious looks. Mm, Indeed. (laughs) Also, about uh, Genevieve, the character... Because I know we find out later in the movie she's actually Texan or whatever. Because I I said this at the beginning, but initially when Genevieve comes in, she's got like this fake French accent and everything. And I was like, weird that they couldn't get a French actor. But uh, then turns out she was, you know, faking it the whole time. 
because even just the name Jean Vieve looks <laughs> is like the fakest French name. Oh, oh, we didn't even get our last name. It's Jean Vieve Le Plouf. Le Plouf. <laughs> it sounds like you know that episode of Friends where Joey's trying to learn French. <laughs> it sounds like something he would say then. Yeah, yeah, Mais but... Le Plouf. I kind of found like both characters, both. Starla and Genevieve were kind of like caricatures <laughs> of those <laughs> countries. Like they were both like super over the top Texan and over the top French. Yeah. It kind of worked for the movie. But I liked it because it was like super campy. It worked for like the teen movie that it was. Mm-hmm. Also, like this movie was pretty funny. It was like, yeah. It had a lot of zingers, had a lot of uh, a one-liners that I I liked. And the music, I love that vague 2000s vibes music. (laughs) Oh, it's got that uh, early 2000s pop rock aesthetic. It was so good. I was like, oh, I know this song. And then I listened to it and I didn't know it, but I knew the vibes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Overall, like the premise wasn't really anything new. Like it was kind of just like a typical early 2000s teen movie but I don't know they worked for a reason it was entertaining I liked it yeah (laughs) now before we get into our reviews let's see what the people of the internet thought so we got two IMDB reviews and I think we have three letterbox reviews so which ones should we do first let's go for IMDB this time okay the first one we have here is by user DL Gart we gave it a 9 out of 10. Yes! Their tagline is, well-acted and funny female cast-driven teen comedy. Many of the negative reviews of this film are obviously written by francophones, who have had their feathers ruffled by the original title and apparently haven't seen the actual movie. Slap Her She's French makes fun of generically American and more specifically Texan culture far more than the French. I was delighted and surprised to find out a very well-acted and cleverly written teen comedy that provided a vehicle for showcasing the talents of a number of young actresses. The film does stereotype and titillate, but it is a teen comedy, and they tend to do that. Those who are offended by such things should consider therapy to get over themselves or simply avoid this genre. Personally, I was too busy laughing to be bothered. That's pretty accurate, man. Yeah. Like, they were definitely making fun of uh, Americans more than French people, considering there were, uh, we find out at the end, there were no French people in this movie. (laughs) Not not one. Except at the end when she goes to France, but they were only there for like two seconds. Yeah. (laughs) The second is by user Made in the 80s, who gave it a (laughs) 10 out of 10 this time. And their tagline is, a must-see, with four exclamation marks. It must really be, then. It must be. I just want to say that I loved (laughs) the movie. It was the best one I've seen all year. It was really, really good. And so hilarious, too. I couldn't stop laughing. The jokes in it were so funny. Piper who I think is Genevieve, mm-hmm. did a wonderful job like always. I loved her accents, and she did them so well, too. They were great. Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, her acting was just amazing. But that's no surprise, because she really is a great actress. And I love watching all her movies. She just blows you away every time. Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the smile. Ooh, there's, like, a lot of smiley faces. There's face. a lot. Okay. At least five. <laughs> Oh, please. You know that meme where it's like, Jesus died, like, 
at least 80 years ago. <laughs> I was like, I guess. <laughs> like, that's not wrong. Not wrong, I guess. <laughs> and everyone I was with said that they loved it. And they're going to see it again when it comes out. And that just made me so happy because that's the kind of stuff I like to hear. Exclamation mark, smiley face. <laughs> and if a lot of people go to see it, then it will have a good chance. Smiley face. I'm going to see it again for sure. Double exclamation mark. It was really cool seeing her as a bad guy. That was awesome. She did a great job of that. I think she should be evil more often, winky face. No, I really can't see it again. It was just so good, smiley face. Well, there's like, she's sprinkling. One more, one more coming up. But I was so excited to see a new movie with Piper, because it's been way too long since her last one, and it was great to see her again, smiley face. That's a lot of smiley faces. That's a lot of smiley faces, and also they didn't say anything about the movie, more just about the Genevieve actress, but Mm -hmm. I'll take it. But she loved it, and that's what we like to hear, too. Smiley face. <laughs> now we have three letterbox reviews. And the first one is by Riley, who gave it three out of five stars. And Riley says, why does nobody talk about this movie when it's peak early 2000s comedy? This is so campy and fun, and I want respect put on her name. Mm. I agree. This one is by Lauren TM. <laughs> that's her username tm 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 uh who gave it two stars and lauren says bonjour (laughs) y'all quick and uh accurate and the last review is by david brunner bruner who uh didn't give it a rating but he says the details in this dot 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 the framed photo of ellen degeneres in a teen's bedroom dot 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 The 11-year-old reading Tropic of Cancer, dot, dot, dot. The way Logan from Gilmore Girls is always eating in a disgusting fashion, dot, dot, Yes! I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) I like that one. You've seen Gilmore Girls, right? Yeah. Is that the guy? Logan was one of the main girl's boyfriends in uh, Gilmore Girls. Like, the first time he came on screen, I was like, is that Logan? (laughs) (laughs) Also, I did not notice the photo of Ellen DeGeneres in in her bedroom, which only makes me wonder even further whether the gay vibes in this movie are outstanding. Why else would you have a photo of Ellen DeGeneres in your bedroom? Mm, This is true. Conspiracy. (laughs) Unless her her two uh, best friends put it there. Like, (laughs) (laughs) here's a photo for you. (laughs) Here. And she's like, mm, this isn't even like a photo of us. They're like, we know. <laughs> True. I don't remember seeing that, but I wish I had. I feel like Genevieve wouldn't have gone to those extremes if she didn't at least, like, have a little bit of a crush on, on Starla, yeah. right? Again, like, is she European or was she just real flirty? Yeah. Y- you can never know. You can never know. I'm going to go with a little bit of both. Yeah, I definitely a little bit of both. <laughs> Now let's get into our reviews. Uh, just for reference, IMDb gave it a 5 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 36%. Very nice. Not really. Pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Um, you, Like I said, it's not really anything new. Like, the plot's been done before. I literally just read a book series that's exactly this, but with superpowers. Hey, what series? Uh, it's called Rebel Bell. Uh, Rebel Bell. I've never heard of that. Wait a second. Tell me about this. 
Okay, it's basically, if anyone uh, watches this movie and likes it and they're like, hey, I want to read a book that's like this but with superpowers, read Rebel Bell. It's like this girl, right, who's literally Starla. She's like head cheerleader, kind of a bitch. And there's this dude who's like super nerdy, who she hates. Um, but then she gets superpowers <laughs> and she Ooh. like gets to be a better person and gets together with him at the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, what powers does she get? She's, like, super strong. Nice. Wait, that sounds good. Yeah, it was, the first book was really good. The last couple books were aight, but I like the first book. Okay. Well, that's a toast, a toast to the first book. A toast to the first book. Well, we'll see you again in uh, Ashley's reading Rex corner. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, uh, have you gotten to that uh, Jason Siegel book yet? Do you have oh. an update on that? Oh, I don't yet. I plan on starting it. Well, I'm you gonna... know what? Next week in Ashley's Reading Corner, we're going to give you all an update, hopefully, on the uh, Jason Siegel book. <laughs> Jason Siegel book podcast, which we started like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, we know the man can act, but can he write? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to find out. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, a couple, like a year ago or something, we had one episode where we talked about a book that Jason Siegel wrote uh, called Other World. Uh, Amy got it for me for Christmas, and now I'm so excited to read it. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited for you to read it so I don't have to, so you can tell me all the good parts. Oh, of course. That's exactly what <laughs> Back to the ratings, though. <laughs> oh, right. Well, what's your uh, number rating? I think I'm going to give it like a 6.5. That's pretty good. I liked That's it. Good. Me too. And you know what? I'm neither of us have seen this before, but since this is uh second season of Bad Movie Sunday or uh Mal Film Dimanche. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> um we wanted to do movies that we were excited about in some way or you know, movies that uh we liked and wanted to give them more attention. And this one I really liked it, man. I'm going to give it like a, a seven. Yes, girl. Okay. <laughs> I was a little worried about the title because the title was so intriguing. I'm like, how can it live up to that hype? But it but was it did. surprisingly good. It was good. It was funny. It got that 2000s vibe that just hooked me. I can say that, like, if you're looking for, like, a good 2000s feeling, because it was filmed <laughs> then, uh, like teen drama, give this a watch. I, I think I can recommend it. Yeah, me too. I definitely recommend if you like, uh, you know, like Mean Girls or Bring It On or movies like that. Mm-hmm. Even like, it kind of reminded me of the, the Scooby-Doo movie that we covered a while ago. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's got those vibes, you know? Yeah, man. I'm glad we're getting in a couple a couple movies that we actually enjoy this season. It's our toasting season. We're toasting this movie. A toast to Jean-Vierre Le Plouf. Le Plouf. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, any of you have seen this movie uh, and want to tell us what you thought about it, you can find us at BMS Podcast on Twitter and Letterboxd, or you can shoot us an email. We're Bad Movie Sunday Podcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, je m'appelle Ashley. Je m'appelle Amy. Au revoir. I don't know how to say we'll see you next next week, but we will. We'll see ya. Bye. <laughs>